Let's relax. All right, we're chilling, baby. All right, let's chill, baby. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back because, drum roll please, please, I'm drunk. Sobriety's for the week. Oh, God. It's for the pussies. I've had seven beers. It's 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 gone so downhill. This is going to be a rough episode to get through. So I, I come all the way to Baltimore today. And I'm like, hey, uh, I'm on my way. And he's like, let me know when you're close because I'm at Peabody or whatever. And I was like, okay. So I'm like, all right, 15 minutes. I let him know. And then I get to his house. I go to his door. And he's like, I'm like, where are you, dude? And he's like, I'm at Peabody. I'm like, what? (laughs) He's like, come to Peabody. So then I I get there and we're both drinking. And then I'm slowly realizing oh yeah he's not supposed to be drinking <laughs> so yeah that's how we're starting out tonight i didn't but know. you're going back on track you're getting back on track when are, when are you get, when are you getting back on track you can't you can't just you can't hit rock bottom or whatever this is a rock bottom no i know it's I am, not i am chilling i know, very I know you're chilling it, this is because you went on over the weekend you went to to see your cousin and he's a bad influence <laughs> No. That's what happened. No, uh, no, it's it's. I I exceeded my um, stint of sobriety. I I only planned on doing a month, and I ended up getting five full weeks, which is more than I thought I could do. Yeah, like honestly. Yeah, you were never planning to go full sober. No, 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 no not at that all. Was never the- and and my whole goal was to um, to only drink when there was a reason to drink, right? But it just so happens that in the past five days, I've had four reasons to drink, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of like, oh, fuck, maybe this isn't the best course of action. But, um, yeah. But you're back on it, but you're, when are, when are, you, when are you going back to not? Oh, like tomorrow. Okay. I don't have any reason to drink anytime soon. Like, it literally was like, um, every time I'm chilling. Well, no, it really is just because it's like summertime. Everybody wants to hang out, and so like I was a little worried because we we went we drove around, and you're like acting all drunk. <laughs> you're like, just pull a Yui here. I'm like, this is not a place. I to wasn't pull a acting Yui. that. You're just Lucy. You're just being a Lucy goose. You yeah, know? because I've been you're sober like, and I've been tense. You're like, man, check out these these two bands. I've been listening. This is all I've been listening to. This, and when someone repeats themselves over and over, you know, like they're feeling something. You know. Because that's you, that was you in the car, dude. This is all I've been listening to. Five minutes later, this is all I've been. These two, this band is all I've been listening to. And then he changes the band. He's like, man, this band's all I've been listening. To. No, it's been, it was the same two bands. Just <laughs> right, back right, and forth. right. It was right. the whole time back. But it was just funny. But then we got a classic episode for you today. Mm-hmm. El Clasico. I'm excited. I'm excited to to revisit our old format of <laughs> neither of us really having anything to say and me being more drunk than you realize until we get going. You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it won't be like this all the time. Um, but, right? I mean, I figure today we're just chilling. We're just hanging I'm out. I'm not drinking again. I'm not, like, yeah. back on to my... I'm not, like, back on my bullshit yeah. by any means, no. It yeah. really is that a homie hit me up who I've been, like unable to link up with until today yeah also not a lot's going on in the, like the news except for like stuff that's been going on it's just like partial you there's know lots just of extensions like, yeah, that's of what i mean things um there's some there's like some new stuff that's expansion going back. on but 
Yes, this is an ex- yes, this is an, ex- an expansion pack. This is an uh, uh you know, some bonus. Brood wars. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, this is some like non-canonical things that don't really matter. Right. Except they do matter because you know, people's lives are going to be deeply affected for multiple generations. Yeah. Based on the policies that are being enacted and also that are not being enacted uh, yeah. to, you know, to help people. Did you see the new bill that Joe Biden just signed in? I didn't. It's, um, they call the bill, We're the Bolsheviks. I'm a proud vegan. Mm, so good. There is nothing gay about professional wrestling. It is full contact murder gymnastics. That ain't a video game, though. Crayon. No, 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 no. Every time I smoke weed, I always think I have HIV. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. Wait, so did no. <laughs> There's no bill. <laughs> cool. Very cool. Um, he's just like screaming about like he's just like, ceasefire, please. You know, like I like how the one Fuck that shit. Fuck the ceasefire thing because <clears throat> asking for a ceasefire is like asking for both sides to stop when one side when doing one like, side is the yeah, issue and not yeah. not both of them and we will we will inevitably be talking about Israel Palestine and Gaza for a minute right yeah for sure let me preface it as always get your news for the stuff from smarter people mm-hmm. we're fucking dumb um you can probably guess the podcast that we listen to and the news sources that we Listen to so like there are way smarter people, actual journalists who will cover this better than we ever will. But we can give you that like, being said, I like, thought we did okay last week. We were on par with most of the shows I listened yeah. to last week. I thought we did a good job. We did a good job. But then like this week now, it's like this time where people are like reflecting upon like these deeper like Palestinian uh policies and like their treatment within like the general Israeli apparatus and like the fact that Gaza is an open air prison, which I didn't really understand. It's uh like I, I don't if, I don't if you live in either. Gaza, if you live in like the Gaza oh, Strip yeah, or whatever, yeah. like you can you have legitimately zero rights. Mm-hmm. Whereas Palestinians do have like this settler colonial right. style like rights yeah. apparatus within the Israeli state like so they kind of have like something well, it's just not being it's also that it's not being recognized and they're not being treated equally but yeah they're supposed to have like certain yeah they they're yeah cuz they're they're seen as settlements within the border of yeah but 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 the whole thing is like the Palestine thing is fucking terrible but it's way worse in Gaza is like the spark yes. notes of it yeah. like the Palestinians have little to no rights. People in like in the Gaza shit have like legitimately nothing. And I think isn't that why like Gaza like they have, they have no rights. They have it's uh, I know very little about Gaza in and of itself. Well, a lot of people are like, then why do they? Why? I know I there's heard, been like an ongoing blockade forever. I yeah. know that like Hamas ha- was like, apparently elected in. And that's why a lot of people are a lot of people are using that whole like, why did they elect terrorists in if they're not terrorists or whatever? I have and it's, yeah. like, dude, the like a lot of the Hamas stuff like really drives me fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah. And again, there are um 
smarter people than us who have like better analysis for, for sure. Like, a lot I of like the Hamas discourse, and I'm not saying we're going to do that, but like you know, the big joke this week has been like it's crazy how every single building that gets hit by an Israeli bullet automatically becomes a Hamas yes. headquarters. You know, uh huh. And so it's just like you keep on hearing about these buildings being bombed, these schools, these hospitals, these apartment blocks, these business centers, these well, uh, Al Jazeera and um, Mm -hmm. someone else, like uh, the AP, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all got leveled, and it's because quote Hamas was there, you know. And then like, right, you know, smarter people than us point out like this whole like this this thing where it's like okay in american terms this is the equivalency of like if you rent out like a huge fucking building for your business right and then they try to say that like blm is on one floor and that means the entire building has been infiltrated by blm and now we need to level it like that's what's going on and they're using it as an excuse in palestine and in gaza right now yeah they're using it as an excuse to like destroy the infrastructure they're going for like uh, the power and the sewage and the what their, is it? They the killed health. a bunch of doctors. They've knocked out yeah. like access to hospitals. Yeah, I mean it's also a thing now where you look at the numbers and like I understand the criticism of the reporting. Um, in terms of like what's happening over there, where when you look at the numbers breakdown, it will be men, women, and children. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some like liberal Zionist like pieces of shit being like. They're only talking about the children in order to like fuel outrage culture. And it's like, no, because part of a systematic genocide involves like eliminating the possibility of a next generation. So the easiest way to destroy a people is to ensure that they have no future. And the best way to do that is to literally kill the kids. Yeah. So, like, you know, Israel, but in their eyes, those kids are just future Hamas anyway. Yeah. And here's the thing is like, yeah, they they might have been elected and obviously those elections were probably riddled with all kinds of fraud. But also, like if you have a power like Hamas, it's kind of in charge in that area and then you have an election. Yeah, of course, you're going to uh, vote for them because what if you vote for the opposition, you're going to get fucking killed. So if you have a gun to your head, of course, you're going to vote for whoever has the gun to your head. Anyway, you know what I mean? I don't like, know. I mean, I, I, we, we talked about it last week, but it yeah. really is it like it would be weirder if you know Palestinians didn't throw like at least like tacit support behind Hamas just because they're the only people who yeah, seemingly locally have like their interests at heart, right? And there has been like a growing call on like the international well, Hamas stage. won't fire. They won't try to fire on places where they know Palestinians are, right? Like, that's, that's like, kind of a thing. I mean, like, they're at least looking out for the Palestinians in that way, for sure, you know? And, and yeah, like we said before, Palestinians have no one else to turn to because America has turned their back on them. Benjamin Everyone Net- Netanyahu already said that, like, he won't stop until, like, the mission is completed. And the mission being, like... Like, the complete er- like, eradication of Yeah, it. eradication and of fucking I, I really want to be clear, like, when we when we say, like, when we're talking about Israel and, and we're not real, we're, I'm not, we're not, ta- we're not being anti-Semitic, we're not talking about Jews. If you legitimately still think that criticism of Israel is anti-Semitic, you're a fucking moron and you need to just fucking go take your dad's gun, put a bullet in it, put it to the roof of your mouth and right, pull so, that fucking right. trigger. Well, no, because like, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. 
Well, there's a there's a you know there's a tons of Jews marching with the Palestinians uh, or, like this week uh, in the protests, and there's also there's a, a lot of Jews in Israel uh, don't support what because it has the nothing government to do did. with yeah. like, religion. It has, it has a, nothing to do with faith. Like, it has to do it, with it, Benjamin it, Netanyahu's right wing fascist government. That's what yes, it has. To it do. is the fact that Israel is an American base in the Middle East. It is there to pursue. Western capitalist interests in the Middle East. That's all it fucking is. Like it's that that's all it is. Yeah. It has nothing to do with like exactly uh, Judaism versus anything else. Like it, it really is just a shell corporation for and until, Western capitalists. And as long as Benjamin Netanyahu's in charge or, or any right wing uh, government is in charge in Israel, we should no, not be giving them say any uh, right wing Zionist regime. Yes, that's what I mean. An apartheid state. Yes, an apartheid state. As long as they're in charge, there should be zero money going to them. But you know, we have Joe Biden who just like uh, proved what a billion dollars mm-hmm. over the week yeah. to aid Israel again. Like well, that should the, not be have, happening they at have all. The right to defend themselves, dude. Oh yeah, whatever. But like. Also, Israel is controlling the media within itself. There's a lot of people in Israel that have no idea. They don't. They're not getting like the same news you and I are getting about it. You but know? even they're the not, news that you and I get needs to be heavily vetted because. Well, for sure. But I'm saying you. We're not listening to. We're, I'm not talking about CNN. You know, you can get Al Jazeera here. You know, what I mean, you can get uh, whatever. You can get like news sources that are, you know there basically you know what i mean that and that's what's happened like journalists are saying look we're here in israel and the news and the media here is kind of like painting it like it's not a big deal like nothing's going on like don't 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 look over here because nothing's going on kind of thing you know yeah so a lot of people yeah it's, it's kind of like we're in our own little bubble too i mean we are we are for sure and there there really is a lot of the narrative mm-hmm. it's too complicated it's been going on forever it's a localized issue don't look over here type of thing you know mm-hmm. we talked about this last week and you know everyone yeah. else will be also so i don't want to dwell on this too much but like like the the Israel Palestinian conflict is interesting to me right now because it's painted as this like super intricate, like back and forth, like this really nuanced issue. It fucking isn't at all. It is legitimately a settler colonial state is trying to enact a you know an a, ethnic genocide yeah. on the Palestinians in order to take all their land. Yes. Like they call like dealing with Palestinians, what is it, mowing the grass or mowing the lawn? Yeah. That's what they refer to as like getting rid of fucking Palestinians in the settler areas right. in order to put up uh, Israeli settlements as mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really is just like these people are viewed as subhuman and they need to be eradicated and we have nowhere to put them and it doesn't fucking matter. And like, yeah, there like there is discourse to be had because it is, you know, one of the bigger like human rights issues that we're facing like outside of the Absolutely. general covid bubble. Yes. But at the same time like this really I I personally think this really big like uh picking apart of the issue is a waste of time because you're always going to come back to the same conclusion which is Israel's an apartheid state and they're fucked up. Yeah, you know what I mean. So and we until can talk that changes, about this for fucking no seven days aid. or seven minutes. Yeah, until that changes, all we should be. It's just so easy because there's not too much we can do, except for not giving them aid, and then like you know, maybe try and like I, 
I don't you know. Nobody has any of the, the real solutions, but at least don't give them money. Stop giving them money. I until mean, something if you changes, had fucking you know? balls, like honestly, if the American Democrats were as progressive as the Republicans, you know, scream and cry that they are on. They Fox would give News. Gaza an Iron Dome. They would give. <laughs> yeah, they would give the Palestinians and the, the Arabs mm-hmm. an Iron Dome. Mm-hmm. But also there would be no more money and a blockade on Israel. Yeah. Which would not be difficult to fucking do. So, you know what I mean? It really is just like, there's no point in us, like non-politicians, really diving deep into this because it's very cut and dry. Like, this is not a complicated issue. The most frustrating thing from like a spectator standpoint um, when it comes to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict is that it really isn't that complicated, but people want to say it's complicated in order to not talk about it. It's yeah. not complicated. It's an apartheid state. Yeah. There's a pogrom And, and we need to stop calling Israel the democracy in the Middle East because that's dude, not, Who the fuck says that? Everyone, dude. That's I, a huge thing. That's They're our only ally. They're, our, they're the only democracy in the Middle East. Because they're a they're fucking the, American yeah. military base. I know. Yeah, exactly. And um, they've already had elections where the, the other guy, the they liberal- They are the Western satellite won, in the Middle but, East, so we need to throw them a yeah. bunch of money in order to further our interests. Like, it's yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, and that, that's a really funny part about a lot of the, like, um, the previous Republican administration not promoting Middle Eastern war narrative that has been, like, touted mm-hmm. a lot, you know, especially with, like, the hyper Trump crowd with, like, Trump wanted to pull out of Afghanistan, Trump wanted to get out of Iraq, Trump whatever, blah, 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 blah. And that's fine, but then he still wanted to pump money into Israel, and Israel is the only part that matters with like they paid no attention to the palestinians at all but it's just the fact that like we still have like our main base over there we have like our main colonial interest over there which is israel and so you can pull out of all these like active conflict zones because we've secured israel and we're now seeing that with like anytime someone even looks crossways at benjamin netanyahu the american president comes in is like nope you're not doing that right now like Right. To think that Israel isn't just an extension of America is very ignorant. And either it is purposeful or it's, you know, like just the fact that you weren't taught that in school and never wanted to research it on your own or whatever the fuck. I'm not trying to get too into like education shaming or whatever, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just like baffling that people don't see that where it's just like. Israel's an extension. Israel is America's proxy in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And that's all Absolutely. it is. It has nothing to do with the identity politics that two minutes ago you said that you hated so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's maddening. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, I, I don't think we're going to see. I mean, Israel just keeps ramping up. I mean, because I think, I think Benjamin Netanyahu sees that. You know, Biden's not going to do anything. No, he's not going to do do anything. I mean, he already said in the 80s, what if Israel didn't exist, we would invent Israel in order to pursue our interests in the Middle East? Yeah, I I don't remember that, but I'm sure he did. That's a verbatim quote that he said back in the day, but it really is just like... Can you imagine how much better it would be if Israel just ended up in Alaska like it was supposed to? (laughs) I don't know. No, I mean... Because when they I were thought searching, it was originally going to be like Madagascar. It was all kinds of places. I mean, they were looking for places to go, and like they just chose that area uh, for a number of reasons that have to do with like 
you know, way back in the day, you know. Um, but Alaska was also, on the table. Way back in the day I is like that. not even a hundred years ago. So no, I'm talking about they chose that they they ended up choosing that spot one because of World War II it just kind of pushed them in that general direction. Uh, you know, they were trying to because they came over to America and the Americas didn't want them, so like they were like, this is a good time to find our nation state or whatever. Uh, so in the middle of that, you know, they were looking at different spots, but that specific area. There's all there is like a long ago history in that area, so I you know I guess that was like a, one of the reasons why they uh, picked that area. Again, I'm dumb as fuck, and you know I don't have it right in front of me, but you know these are just a collection of things that I've heard in the past. You know. Yeah. No, I I'm I'm right there with you. I mean, I don't know a lot about it, is what I'm trying to say, but I've heard that kind of thing. You know. Yeah, and again, I will uh, bookend our our segment on Israel and Palestine being like... Wait, let me ask you this. If, like, should Israel have existed if it... if Should Israel exist? Should Israel exist? And, like, let's say Benjamin Netanyahu's not in charge, some guy, some liberal guy who's kind of like, there's there's kind of like a two-state thing going on there, but it, it... Israel did get there the same way. You know what I mean? They kind of like, they had the wars, but now they're there and now they're kind of peacefully settled and like they decided on a solution and it's not, you know, Netanyahu's not in charge. Should Israel exist? So there's um, a recent episode of the podcast Citations Needed, Mm -hmm. which I highly recommend. The show in general. Right, but they go over like the top five, like uh, I forget how they word it, but it's basically like the top five like things that people bring up when you talk about like Palestine and Israel, and one of them is like that rebuttal of like I'm gonna get you by asking you if you think Israel should exist. I'm not trying to get you. I legitimately don't really know. Yeah, and I mean, answer. I don't know the correct answer to that. I don't know either. I mean, I really don't like. I don't know if you had a take that you've heard. So, like, that's why I was asking. I'm not. I, I don't have, like, a super informed take on it. Right. Because it's such, like, a loaded question that's normally posed from the right, you know? But I also feel like that question could be come off as anti-Semitic, right? But it is. It is. Because right? it's basically, yeah. like, you are asking me that so that I say no, and then you're going to come at me with this, like, oh, you hate Jews and you don't think they should have like a safe space to exist or whatever. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's kind of like the framework of that question being asked. Okay. Is like you ask me that knowing that I will be like, I'm pro-Palestine, thus Israel, blah, blah, blah. So then you can kind of like come and like falcon punch me with the like, you're an anti-Semite because whatever. Yeah. So I don't have like a really well-informed answer to that because- like the idea of Israel, I don't know if that's like completely tied concretely to like the idea of like a place for Jews to go. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because like, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, in terms of like, should Israel exist? Um, I will say that what we have right now, the Israel that we have right now, again, is an apartheid state. It's a colonial settlement that has been placed on top of where people already are. They shouldn't be um, unhousing people. They, like right. All that stuff should not happen. 
Like, do I think that like there should be a Jewish nation state? I don't know. There should be any fucking nation states. To well, be that's what that's because that's you know because this there's a parallel to Israel that America has, right? Because we kind of did the same thing and kind of won, you know, against the Native Americans. Yeah, you know, we came in. Wait, what? Yeah, we came in and we made. In uh, Native Americans go into reservations. Oh, are you saying that, like uh, America a, versus natives, or like Israel versus Palestine? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there's a little and, bit of yeah, that. And then, and then you can the, ask, should America exist? No, that's why I'm saying. But it's like that 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 same thing. Where like, should Israel exist? And I I think that like my general uninformed like off the wagon back on the wagon answer is like. Sure, as long as you're not fucking with anybody else. Yeah. It's kind of like my general But it started idea. out as fucking with others. Yeah, then but, at that point it shouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? Right. But that's kind of like my general vibe is like, I don't give a shit about like any other countries like exist. I mean, that being said, like, I don't think any country should exist because they're a man-made construct. There should be universal communism where we're all, you know, unilateral and all egalitarian. That being said, like until we get there, right? Like mm -hmm. the idea. Well, the history of every country is that it was conquered at some point in time. So, in that sense, I would say, in my uninformed take on it, yeah, is I feel like a two, like as long as there's peace and like as long as one that doesn't have all the power and stuff, yeah, that's fine. I don't yeah. care about the existence of a Jewish nation state yeah. at all because it has nothing to do with me. Right. But I am bothered by the fact that the placement of this current iteration of the Jewish nation state takes place on top of an existing yes. people's area. Mm -hmm. I think that's like the most you're going to get out of me with right. this, honestly, because it's like... And again... I'm really not going to get into We're some not like solidified fucking Alan Dershowitz-style fucking argument about how like the radical left is mm -hmm. pro-Palestine because they secretly hate Jews because of blah, blah, blah. And that's not fucking it at all. Yeah. But like anytime someone asks you, like, do you think Israel should exist? That is a super loaded question because they're going to come at you with this like... Yeah. Well, I'm not going to come at you. I literally and, and, just yeah. don't know the answer. I don't have a take on it. My I was short wondering if you had a take. I don't, I don't care if they yeah. exist, but they shouldn't exist over top of a pre-existing people's land. Yeah. So, like, if you want to start your own fucking place to do it where no one else is, I don't know why that would ever be an issue. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of like, do whatever the fuck you want away from everyone else over there. As long as it's, like, consenting adults, it shouldn't be a fucking issue. Yeah. It's kind of my just like general feeling for a lot of shit, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's also not my, it wasn't really my question to ask anyway. I shouldn't even have asked it, but I just kind of was no, wondering no, no, what the take was. No, 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 it's fine because that is like a big. Because I'm not Jewish. I don't, are you? Don't you have a little bit? No, I dated a Jewish girl for seven years, but I'm not Jewish. Okay. I just didn't, I didn't know. No, I'm I mean, not Jewish. You look like you're mixed with a whole bunch of shit. So. Yeah, I'm a mud. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm not Jewish at all. I mean, I I I really like like Judaism a lot. Yeah. Oh, dude, the traditions fucking, of stuff. Dude, Jewish holidays fucking rock. I love. How's liver, the food? Really good. But I like all the Jew food that a lot of Jews don't like. I like, love gefilte fish and like oh, the fucking liver pate and all that shit. Is that like pickled stuff? No, it's like oh, dude, I like the pickled stuff too. I love yeah. all of the. Mm. Oh my god, I love it so much. But yeah, no, I mean like. If you vocalize your support for Israel, 
eventually either a right winger or a liberal Zionist will ask you, do you think Israel should exist? We're not people to give you an answer to that question, but I will confidently say, you know, if you answer that by being like, whatever, but it shouldn't exist on top of an already existing people's home, you're probably in the clear, right? Mm -hmm. Because that really is like a minefield kind of like gotcha thing. I've said it like 17 times. And that really is my answer to it. It's like, I don't really care about like the existence of that stuff. But the bottom line is like the issue with Israel versus Palestine for me isn't the fact that Israel wants to exist or the Jews want their own place. I don't fucking care about that. Like, I have no issue with that, right? My issue is the fact that they're trying to do it on top of a place where people already are, you know? And that really is, like, the the end-all, be-all for me. And I think a lot of people on the left is, like, the issue is the fact that you want to do this where people already are, not the fact that you want to be. And I think the issue of what we just even did for this whole, like, little segment we just did is, like, there's not enough attention brought on Palestine. And even we are guilty of it. We talk, We just basically talked about Israel for the most part this whole time. And like that's upsetting that I, I just feel like I don't get Palestine's point of view like anywhere. And it, that's just really what upsetting. What do you mean? Just the fact that like they were around and they are. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. We don't hear about the history of them as often. We don't hear about. No. We just don't hear about them as often because people don't care because they're. Muslim, you know, but also, yeah, because if you start to humanize Palestine, then it becomes the atrocity that it yeah. is, you know. And I have a, and few, even reporting on the left is just like it always reverts back to Israel, just because Israel kind of is this monster that's aligned on. with the United States and their, you know, part of the yeah. colonial apparatus, and they're terrible. Right. And yeah, no, I understand. Like to to really, you know, bring it to something that is near and dear to my heart, it's like on the recent. Um, tell-all episode of 90 Day Fiance where Muhammad was complaining that no one talks about the good things happening in Danielle's life and the fact that she just passed all of her college classes because they only want to talk about the bad stuff that happened to her on last season, two seasons ago, reunion when Muhammad said that her pussy stinks. And he made a good point where he was like, y'all always want to bring up the bad part about Danielle and not the good stuff that she's doing. So like, you guys are really hurting her. And I think that that is sort of poignant when talking about Israel and Palestine, not to revert it back to a Midwestern woman's allegedly stinky pussy, but it's like, anytime you talk about Palestine, you hear about Palestine in the news or whatever, it's always in conjunction with like how Israel's beating the shit out of them, and you never really hear about any of the good stuff that is happening in Palestine. Yeah. Which is wonderful. It's not wonderful. It's terrible. But it is wonderful because I have friends who are Palestinian. So you get to hear. And they will counteract that narrative, which doesn't get amplified enough, where they're like, here's my beautiful neighborhood. Like, here's this amazing art. Here's this amazing food. But no one wants to talk about that because... It's always, woe is Palestine. And it's like, no, we got shit going on that should be celebrated, not just like we are the I, w- I wish there was a book I would know to get recommended, you know? If you guys have a book to recommend me, like, that comes from, like, that point of view, you know? Or just a good book about Palestinians and the history of them and stuff. Like, that would be really cool. Or something to that extent. I don't know. But, um... But yeah. Okay. So before we get into anything else, I okay. want to. So um, last week, 
I remember what I was going to say when I like got mm. caffeine brained. You pulled a me. Yeah, and was kind of like freaking out because I lost my train of thought. So when we were talking about how like right now, you know, is like this unprecedented example of worldwide solidarity with like the working class sort of and a lot of like the proletariat sort of like banding together and there's a lot of like uh, anti-capitalist like anti-neoliberal action happening around the world we were sort of uh, kicking that back and forth the point i wanted to make was uh, that i think that the reason why this has become so prevalent is because of social media and also because of donald trump being president in the sense that Donald Trump made politics pop culture, right? Yeah. Because we've seen examples of this previously where other world leaders were like involved in entertainment, right? But we never had, aside from Reagan, right? Yeah. Reagan was an actor, but he wasn't like a reality TV star on the level of Donald Trump. Yeah. And he didn't really bring that persona. Yeah. He didn't bring like the Zazz into the White House. But then Trump. Did and so Trump being president brought this like he did a lot for tearing down like the gatekeeping aspect of politics. Does that make sense? Yes, he brought it really back into the household, back into everybody has an opinion, back into like everybody is watching it because everyone knows who Donald Trump is, and it was such like a media spectacle having him around to now like everybody has an opinion not only domestically but like internationally yes and so i think that because of that because we now have like this celebrity this reality tv star this like highly controversial this like tabloid star in the white house now no matter where you stand on the political spectrum or like the economic spectrum or the whatever you can't escape the politics that are happening around you, and thus you cannot like come up with an excuse not to have an opinion as to what's going on. Right. And that has bled internationally. So now, like, because America is like a trendsetter when it comes to political discourse or international politics or like the norms and stuff, right? That's why we saw such a rise in fascism during Trump, because he was signaling like, hey, you can get away with this if you really want to. I think that another part of that is that like since everybody in America had an opinion about politics and we are a a chief exporter of pop culture and of kind of like the collective unconscious, right? Because of that, I think that people internationally were subconsciously or maybe consciously motivated to now have a political opinion and voice their opinion because BLM became such a big pop culture thing and such like a, an accepted um, cultural thing that now, even though a lot of the world leaders are right wing, it became more or it became easier for people to express like dissidents from. And there's the so government. many more ways to do it. Now you can just, you know, there's a lot of clips being shared. of ju- You just have a camera in front of your face and you just, you know, talk about your anti-capitalist views. And then all it takes is that to get shared and that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, I, I agree. One thing about, like, that I, that I kind of feel like tr- what Trump did also is he kind of did just, he was one of those, he was, he was something new in a sense that, like, he did what he fucking wanted. 
And in a sense, you kind of wish the left had something like that because, like, for example, if we had a left version of Trump, Biden would, let's say it was, let's say Biden was the left version of Trump, like, there he wouldn't give a shit about, you know, doing something to uh, go against Benjamin Netanyahu right now, for example. You know what I mean? He would just d- try any which way to just try and get it done. They might be able to stop him because of, like, different things we have put in place within our government. You know, Trump tried to do everything. He just got stopped along the way with bureaucratic shit. But, you know, I I feel like... um, It would be like if we had, like, a Eugene Debs, but now. Yes, yeah, exactly. You know, and so we had, like, a militant labor dude being, like, blowing raspberries and telling people to suck his dick. Yes. While he's making a $20 minimum wage, you know, going over Congress's head, like, telling Benjamin Netanyahu to suck his asshole, like... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, It it would be wonderful if the pendulum actually did swing, you know, back to the left in that way, and we get, like an actual socialist in any who didn't give a fuck who did whatever he could to or whatever they i should say whatever they could to get whatever done even if it's going to get stopped along the way because i mean that's part of the thing too because trump tried to do everything he would get stopped but he could just blame whoever the democrats for stopping him you know but he's still seen as someone who tried to do it you know Biden's never going to be that person. No, and it's because Biden is just part of the political machine. Exactly. And the political machine is inherently conservative. It's, you know. And so. And this is why the Democrats are having such a hard time. The Democrats aren't the opposition party in this country. Right. As much as. And I. And I. I'm trying not to gatekeep as much as I have been previously with, like, you're not really progressive. You're not really, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm really trying to, like, be more like I hear what you're saying. Let me guide you towards the left more than being like you're not what I think you should be. Thus, you suck. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like I don't want to shame people for thinking that the Democrats are the opposition to the Republicans. Well, right? what I was, all I'm saying is just the Democrats have an issue on their hand because pro- the progressive wing wants to like pull Biden into like putting pressure on. Uh, Israel, which won't and, happen until right. a lot of those fucking dinosaurs die, and you get more twenty-three-year-old blue hairs in there who are like, "It doesn't matter if you're gay or not, guys." Like, mm-hmm. how is this still a? Th-? You know what I mean? Yeah. And unfor- and I understand that that's like a trite example, mm-hmm. but that really is like the reality we're facing. Is like, unfortunately, like, like incrementalism is not sexy, and that's not what I want at all. But it really is like the realistic approach right now where it's It's like, a realistic approach and you're all, you're also not a real non in what's the opposite of incrementalist? Or a right nowist? Like a, a <laughs> maximalist? I don't fucking know. Well but it really yeah. like unless you have a gun and you're going out and trying to start something like you yeah, are just if, if an you want to enact change via like the democratic process, it takes a lot of time and it's not cool and it's not what I think should happen. Or it's the most effective way to do things at all. But if you want to exist in this arena, that's completely fine. Mm-hmm. You know, try, you throw the spaghetti up against the wall or whatever the fuck. But like, if you're going to do that, then you need to recognize that, like, you need to get these old fucking dudes who are sponsored by fucking Raytheon out before anything will happen. And so, like, the Democrat Republican divide is all 
theater. Like, fucking Joe Manchin and Biden are not different people. You know, like, Marco Rubio and fucking AOC are not that different when it really comes down to, like, the things that they're going to vote for and against in order to, like, you know, maintain their fucking careers. And I understand that that, like, might not be... I think AOC has proved... Besides, like the vote on to keep Nancy Pelosi and things like that, yeah, she's definitely buckled Aside on from some the things, things that matter. But I'm just saying, like, she, as much yeah. as like Ilhan Omar and the squad are like these bastions of hope within the Democratic Party in terms of them being opposition to the conservative Republicans, which they are, and I understand their importance in terms of the incrementalism towards a progressive American political landscape. They are still part of the political machine in this country. They are not fucking saviors. And they're not, you know, they're not going to single-handedly, you know, make everything right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know what you're saying. AOC is not going to go to jail and try to run for president from jail like Eugene Debs. You know, that's just not going to happen. No. Yeah. I I, I understand what you're saying. But she's in, they are important. Uh, because but they a member are... of the House is still a member of the House, and a member of Congress is still a member of the Congress, and so at the end of the day, they're still part of the political machine. And as much as they might like posture towards being an outsider, a lot of them really haven't proven that they aren't. Because you're, you're unfortunately, you're not going to e- exist for that long in the political landscape if you are a true outsider. You just have to be a little more progressive or conservative than your contemporaries in order to stick out and then you get a long career. That's really how I feel with with it. Mm-hmm. You know, the closest thing we have to like a standout person would probably be Ilhan Omar, who really isn't saying anything that crazy. She's just like, Israel's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know? And now she's labeled as like this anti-Semitic member of, you know, mm-hmm. Congress that needs to be kicked out immediately. Right. But she's not really saying anything that radical. Yeah, she's not the, yeah. The, I, I would say in terms of like Marjorie Taylor Greene is way more radical than the AOCs and the squads are on the left. Because, yeah, because, you know in, what I mean? in, yeah, because in, in Western politics, you can have a more comfortable career. I should say also in a bad way, just so people don't think I'm like, yeah, no, no, in, no. in a bad way. No, that's an accurate thing to say yeah. she is more radical than, because if you look at it in terms of the center and going left or right. Marjorie Taylor Greene is way farther right than AOC is there, to the left. There you go. That's 100%. What I'm to You're say. completely yeah. accurate. And the reason why Marjorie Taylor Greene's career would be more successful and longer than AOC's is because it's way easier to go to the right than it is to the left in the in West. Country, 100%. Yeah. You know, and that's what I'm trying to get at where like you will have the Matt Gates and you will have the Marjorie Taylor Greene's and you will have like, uh, you know, all these fucking people who are just running towards the right. And they will have longer careers and a bigger political impact than anyone who goes a quarter of that distance to the left. Yes. And you know why I think that is, honestly, is because in this country, people have a lot of things. And in order to try and argue from the left, you're basically saying, hey, you got to give up some of these things so that everyone can have some you know i mean everyone can have like a good like the everyone same can have some weed everyone can have some weed time yeah so it's harder to argue those point of views because you're basically saying hey dude like it's immoral for you to have a lot of like a billion dollars and 
for these people to be on the street. So we're going to take some of that and give it to them. Like, it's really hard to argue that with people that, you know, either have that or aspire to want to be that, you know? Even if you make 50 grand a year, you you still, most people that make 50 grand a year imagine themselves one day having millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Even if they're like in their 60s and there's like no shot, they still imagine themselves as like, hey, one day it'll happen for me, you know? So I think that's why it's tough to to get more people on the left, you know. That's all. I'm oh, I mean the conditioning, the anti-left conditioning that is just pounded into our fucking heads is very hard to break. I don't blame anybody for like being skeptical of the left or being whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's up to us on the left to bring people in and make them comfortable with our political ideals you know what i mean that's like our job yeah that's my biggest like hurdle right now like existing on the left is like trying to not just like berate know. people like yes. you do <laughs> i because it's not friendly i gotta I, say the left is not friendly to anyone no, on the and i i have been actively trying not to like make fun of libs and like you know what i mean make fun of all these fucking idiots or whatever or call them idiots Great. So this podcast is not going to be fun anymore. No, I will continue <laughs> because no, no idiots on the left, like yeah. idiots on the right, I will always make fun of. But if you know what I mean, but if yeah. you're like a fucking like a social democrat, if you're like someone who thinks that capitalism can be fucking fixed through socialist ideals and that capitalism actually works if it's like nice or whatever, compassionate capitalism, like I don't hate you, like I hate a fucking neocon. Or a crypto fascist or something, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't fucking hate you. I think that you're going in the right direction and you need to be brought further to the left and I will try and bring you there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I will make fun of you because sorry, but like, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you were really into Elizabeth Warren, I'm going to try really hard not to tell you you're like a stupid fucking idiot (laughs) and explain to you why, like, you're almost there, but let's get you the rest of the way. You know yeah. what I mean? Read some Ho Chi Minh. Like, like, like mm-hmm. that's kind of like what I am actively trying to do because politics are pop culture and more and more people every day are starting to sort of like look to the left to be like, oh, wait, things are fucked up, right? Can you provide me with like a better alternative? And if they go there and they see that they like... Yeah, oh, and it's just yeah. all of us being like, fuck you, idiot. You haven't read 14 volumes of angles. You're a fucking uneducated swine. You don't blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very... It's, yeah, and it's nobody fucking wants annoying to and it's it, yeah. fucking stupid. And so I'm like, we on the left... Hey, you want to apologize? For what? For your past of being that way. No, I don't regret anything. <laughs> No, regrets for the week. But um, uh-huh. but no, like I think that we on the left really need to try and like bring people in because honestly, like if people are looking for a home, you need to scoop them up before like fucking libertarians do. Yeah. Or the right does, you know? And it's like it really is like the like the whole like, you know, wayward kids in the inner city join gangs because they find somewhere where they feel like they belong. That is the only reason why the American right exists is because they find fucking people who feel like they don't belong. And it's like, oh, are you miserable? It's because of black people and women. So like white dudes rule, right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you can fucking find these people who are like, the system doesn't work for me. What can I do? And you're not like, oh, wait, what? Like you don't like have a Marx tattoo. Like you're a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like Mm 
to be fair, you're an idiot if you do have a Mark's tattoo. But I'm just saying it, but like, <laughs> but like, like if you eliminate like the um the opportunity for more like Steven Crowders to exist, right? Because his whole thing was that he was bullied on the was left. that he was on the left and was bullied for not being left enough, and then he went hard right, right? Yeah. So if you eliminate Isn't that, that Tucker Carlson story too, that's fucking all of them, dude. Yeah. It's fucking like all of them have that whole like. I was progressive. Like, that's like fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Andy Nguyen. Like, all those fucking dudes. Yeah. Like, all their shit is like, I was progressive, and then they made fun of me, and now I'm a conservative. Mm -hmm. If if we on the left can be a little nicer to people at least coming in, then we'll do a lot better. Obviously, like, once you are firmly, like, on the left, and, like, like, then, like, you can, like, make fun of people as much as you want. Like, unfortunately, like I have a lot of friends who are fucking trots or fucking like various forms of like anarchist or whatever. And I don't fucking agree with them and I'll fucking flip them off and call them idiots all day. But at the end of the day, like as long as you're anti-capitalist, like we're fine. Yeah. At the end of the day, that point, Michael Bakunin and fucking Marx, they were chill with each other for the most part. Yeah. I mean, it's, we can live together. We can, to to be that bumper sticker, we can be we, we can coexist. coexist. The most important thing right now is to like get people away from capitalism and looking towards the left. Yeah. And then once we've eliminated that, then we can start beating the shit out of each other over like labor vouchers and like what you do with your spare time and like how you like reallocate resources fairly and yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like until we get to there, like I don't give like as long as you're not like talking about fucking Milton Friedman, I really like cool like oh you want who's that guy is that the germs guns and steel guy no he's like the big uh fucking right wing like oh he's right wing milton friedman yeah Uh, who am i thinking of that who wrote germs steel and i don't know i gave uh, my grandma that book though guns germs and steel yeah i thought that was milton freeman i'm stupid who who knows no he was like a a there's a lot he was like a right wing uh reagan money guy yeah keynesian economics guy but still, it's you know what I mean. It's like we need to like bring people into the left and make them feel welcome, and then yeah. once they're in, then we can bully them to the subset that we desire them to be in. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But no, but like that—that—that's really how it is. Mm. Like, and that's that's the way it really should be. Um, but we got a little bit of time, a little bit of time left. Um, so very quickly, um, I do want to bring up the Larry Krasner stuff. Have you been following that? No. You know who Larry Krasner is? I don't think so. He's the what is he? He's the DA in uh in Philadelphia. He's the the Democratic. I think he's a DA. Yeah, so this is from The Intercept. Uh 4 years into his experiment with reforming Philadelphia's criminal justice system, Larry Krasner overwhelmingly won his primary race for re-election to the office of district attorney on Tuesday. By late Tuesday night, Krasner was leading his Democratic primary challenger, Carlos Vega, by a nearly 2-to-1 margin, with about 117,000 votes counted. Vega conceded the race shortly before midnight, and Krasner has all but assured victory in the November general election. So he was the guy who was elected to you know, be the Philly DA. And his whole thing was like not fucking with the cops, right? So he was like really hard on like police brutality and like police transparency and like not giving these cops write offs and like holding them accountable and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's been this whole big like anti blue lives 
thing that's been happening in Philadelphia. I see that. And there's been a lot of attention on him as a DA who is like hard on cops and hard on police abuses, right? Yeah, so the police union uh, endorsed the other guy. To the point where they were actively trying to get cops to switch from Republican to Democrat in order to vote against him in the Democratic primary. Wow. Like, there was a whole fucking Philly cop thing and, like, Philly, like, right-wing thing where they were, like, actively trying to get people to fucking flip their registration yeah. in order to... I didn't see to, this to, at to, all. To, quote, primary him. This and is cool. it just did not happen. Right. And so he's, like, all but, like, in there again. Nice. And it's pretty fucking sick. And I hope that... I hope that... Larry Krasner's success moving forward. I don't know a lot about his career, so maybe he's not that cool. Well, well yeah, but let's say he does things he he does things right, and like things change in Philadelphia, that'll be a model for other cities. That's like what I'm saying. Said. Yeah, if we can get people like him, because then 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 places can't be like, look, see, like if you if you fucking bully the cops, like your city goes to. To shit, you know, like they won't be able to say well, that. Philadelphia if he is succeeds. a wonderful example because, like, unfortunately, the Mid Atlantic is sort of always pointed at as like this crime-addled shithole, right? Mm. Like, anytime you go anywhere else, it's always like, unfortunately, because of the wire, it's like Baltimore's all drugs and murder, and Philly's all drugs and murder, and DC's all drugs and murder. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if we can get these like progressive politicians and like shit like that in here and really like change shit and prove like hey look like you know you said 20 years ago this was like the worst city in the world and now like we've clawed away from that and out of that and now like cops can't beat people to death in the street anymore it'll be easier to yeah export that model to like other cities that aren't quote shitholes yeah you know what i mean It'll be interesting to see because the way traditionally cities have brought down crime was increasing police. And it has. And lying about the numbers and cracking skulls and shitty neighborhoods. And I'm sure there's a lot of violence and stuff. Redlining so that certain neighborhoods yeah. are no longer part of the city so their crime statistics don't count. Yeah. It's a big thing too. Just redistricting stuff. So technically, that's just a lot of terrible stuff. Yeah. But in terms of numbers, like that's what people want to see. And like, if it doesn't turn out that way, it's going to go right back to where it was. You know. Yeah. But he looks like Jeb Bush, but skinnier. I wish we. I like his pins. (laughs) His pins are cool. But I'm, you know, I'm hopeful. I'm very hopeful. I'm not hopeful about a lot of things in American politics. I am hopeful that Larry Krasner will provide at least a loose model for progressive DAs moving forward to combat like police injustice and, you know, racial inequality and things like that in terms of like um, how the state reacts to crime. Right. right? And I, I think that he will do at least a decent job and provide a stepping stone for younger people. I mean, he's an old dude. We need younger people in politics in general. I think the DSA is doing a decent job of motivating young people to, you know, to get their shit going to where they can, you know, hold office and shit like that. But we need more progressive politicians, unfortunately, under the Democratic banner because you can't run as a communist right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But like, I think that this is a a good thing. 
Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see what happens with this for sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't want I, I don't want him to like run weird social experiments in Philadelphia. You know what I mean? But I definitely think that he can lay the groundwork for future generations of like progressive um what's the proper word not like uh crime prevention but you know like criminal justice yeah reform. type of shit yeah. yeah exactly i think that this is a realistic stepping stone if we want to exist in our current model is yeah. this what i would prefer no i prefer we burn it all down to start from new but within you know how things are going now like larry krasner's fine i fuck with that pretty yeah hard. cool you know what i mean yeah for sure um, all right, guys. No, not all right, oh, guys. Give me shit. one more, one more quick thing, and then we're done. All right. So I want to ask you like a very quick, uh, quick question, which is, um, how comfortable are you with travel right now? Uh pretty comfortable. Yeah, depending on where you're going. And I ask that because I mean, obviously, we were in a public place today, but um, in Europe, they are allowing more international travel with proof of vaccination. That's becoming more of a reality over there where you can now start to travel again, but you need to kind of like show your papers. Uh, Yeah. I've already heard an anti-vaxxer who I know complaining because she wants to go to, I forget where, but she was like, I don't want to get the vaccine, but like, I really want to go to, let's say Aruba. I forget where it is, but I really want to go to Aruba, you know? Um, I might have to get it because I really want to go to Aruba. You know, I've been hearing that from, from, oh, I heard that from her. So, yeah. So, yeah. I've heard that also from people who were like, I wasn't going to get it, but like, I want to go to fucking Jamaica and I can, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just kind of, I want to sort of talk through that with you very yeah. briefly because part of that, like, I think is good, obviously. Like, it's cool that travel's opening back up. It is cool that, you know, various governments are like, yeah, if you legit have nothing to worry about by being vaccinated, there's no reason why you shouldn't travel, right? But at the same time, I under I don't agree with it, but I understand people being like, I don't want to have to show the government this thing that I did in order to allow me, you know what I mean? Like, I, I understand people's hesitancy, but I don't agree with it at all. Uh I don't and I understand and I think it's stupid to be against it and I'm sure you do too but like the my reason is because like they're they're they always parallel that to like showing your papers as a Jew and like during uh Nazi occupations yeah again I don't agree with it but I understand but it doesn't make that, that reasoning of being like yeah but it doesn't make an any sense blah 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 it doesn't so- it doesn't make any sense because a vaccine is not a race. It's not it's not a part of you in a sense that it, like it's not something that like it's not the government no, but being like, like but, you, but it's it's a social qualifier or what if you don't view it as a vital thing, because these people aren't like I need the vaccine to live. They're like, this is just a social construct and a way to control me about you know what I mean? Yeah. So I understand the counterpoint to being like, I don't want like if you're like legitimately like a small government dude. Mm-hmm. I get why you are opposed to the government saying you need to get the shot in order. Yeah, but then guess you know, what? You can't 
But then, yeah, internationally, exactly. right? So that's kind you of will. Like, it's not like you won't ever go because eventually we're just going to open. Like, doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not, because hopefully we have, you know, at least harmed the virus to a point where like things can pretty much go back to normal. It doesn't matter if you're vaccinated. But for now, like, you don't get to fucking travel then. That's fine. Don't get vaccinated, but you don't get to travel. Exactly. Okay. It's not, cool. a, it's not even a fucking, it's not even a. But so many Americans are making this a huge issue because, like, you know, we both know people, like we've already said, right? Like, it's yeah. just like, I want to go to Ireland, but they're going to make me get the vaccine. I'm not going to do it. So also, who's they? Because Ireland. there's. There's our government, but then there's also their government. So you want to you want to tell off our government? That's fine, but what about like other countries have the right to make their own rules about what they want to do with the vaccine? So you have two you have two governments to go against now. You know what I mean? And one you're just kind of being an asshole to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like you being like they are gonna make me do this. Which which they are you talking about now? Mm-hmm. Because one of the one of those days you're just being like i'm an american you guys are doing it wrong but like like you're just being a fucking dick and they don't want yeah, you there you're, anyway you're just being a prick yeah so there's another another side to this i guess which is like <clears throat> i have heard of events that are being planned you know within a, the next couple months and it's going to be full capacity mm-hmm. but you have to show proof of being vaccinated i've seen those yeah how do you feel about that perfectly fine yeah as do I. So we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, like, I got my, I'll take a picture of it. I don't fuck it. I wish that they made the cards, like, easier for me to put in my wallet or whatever. Not oh, to be uh, like, CVS so, will laminate it for free. That's, I don't need that. Because it's fucking bigger than my wallet. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. it's like, it's like having my fucking birth certificate. I'm not carrying that shit. Yeah. But it's like, cool. Like, we are on the same page where, like, I don't care what you do once you get vaccinated. Yeah. Like, I really don't. And I also don't think it's like an infringement on your rights if people are like, prove to me that you got it done. The same way that things like, that are not, temporary are never an infringement on your but no, fucking but not rights. Not even fucking that. It's like, I, I legitimately will view this in the same way as like, show me your driver's license if you're driving a car type of thing where it's like, yeah, but a lot of libertarians are against even that, you know? <laughs> They booed Gary Johnson off the fucking stage when he was like, you know what? I don't give a shit about any sovereign citizen bullshit. You know what I mean? It's like we there is more of an argument where a gun license type of thing. Right. But like in terms of like you want to drive a car, you get a fucking driver's license. You want to travel internationally, you get the fucking vaccine. Like I have no issue. And I don't think there really is. And the only reason I ask these things is because I don't think there really is like a sound I don't want to say educated because that's classist, but like there really is no like common sense, like uh, rebuttal to the requirement of uh, vaccination in order to do certain things. Yeah. In the public space. If you want to do a private thing, I don't fucking care. You know, if Chuck E. Cheese doesn't I would say black it. people have a good reason to like because of, you know, the government's past. They have a good reason to what? To be against, you know, things that have to do with vaccines and stuff, you know, is all. Neither of us are qualified to talk about that from any like. Yeah, but I'm just saying you're saying there's no, you know, what I mean, when you say there's like, I know what you mean for the yeah, most part. Okay, no, please but do, do whatever it is you're trying to do. Let's because you're like. 
I'm saying like the government has done experiments on black people and when also it comes to other civil- people yeah. too. So like, yes, yes, they have. Okay, so there is a good reason. No, to, there like, there have- is not a good reason for you to say like I am against the government requiring me to get vaccinations. That is different in my mind than the argument that you're kind of trying to pose where like I like people don't trust the government. I get that. I understand that people don't trust the government because of the Tuskegee experiments or because of like MK Ultra, because of all these things, or the way they've treated women or other minorities throughout America's history. I understand that. I don't think that like Tuskegee is a reason to not get vaccinated. Yeah. At all. And so I think that like bringing up Tuskegee and the syphilis stuff that happened to those, you know, poor people is not like really a valid thing to bring up when talking about like the validity of requiring vaccinations. Like I get that like there is like skepticism with how the government treats the citizens, but like that, I don't think that's like even close to being like a one in one comparison at all. I really don't. Okay. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of that going on, but I don't think enough to even like really it be an issue, but yeah, I mean, the you know, either way, it's a choice. So, yeah, there shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, if you choose not to get vaccinated, then you are. Yeah, you just are restricted to do certain things. Yeah, yeah then you you are choosing to no longer be part of the pool of people who can be accepted for international travel or to go into certain places unmasked or whatever, and. That's kind of what it is, you know, like this would be a different conversation if there was like valid science that backed up anti-vaxxer claims. Mm -hmm. I have yet to see any, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And as much as people want to be like, Bill Gates liked it, Bill Gates sucks because of all the stuff that came out recently. So like vaccines are trash, you know what I mean? But it's like, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah. You know, you're trying to compare two things that don't really go together. Yeah. Yeah. Like vaccines and Tuskegee. Gotcha. Not no, it's not really about them. It's not about those two things not being about each other. It's about the the reason why some people in this country would be skeptical of this vaccine is because the history of the government and Tuskegee. So yeah, those they do go together because if you're you if if, if the government's requiring something and you you know about the history of the government doing certain experiments on people, yeah. Then that's it. Then yeah, they go they go together. You know, not it's not the same as like Bill Gates has a sex scandal, so him liking vaccines is a reason not to get a vaccine. So those those two situations are not comparable. So on you, motherfucker. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree upon partisan lines <laughs> on that one. Then I guess. Do you have wow. anything else you want to bring up? Um, no, 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 let me see. Hold on. Uh, doesn't sound like you I'm do. good. I'm good. All right, cool. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we really do appreciate you listening to the show. Um, if you like the show, please do us like a really, really, really big favor and like and subscribe. And honestly, like, just leave us a review. I'm asking you to please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever. You know what I mean? Spotify, whatever the fuck. That would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, do that. That's the most important thing 
for us is to just give us a good review that gets us into more people's like stuff you might like feeds blah 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 the next best thing you could do would be to recommend the show to a, a friend or something or you know steal someone's phone put us on auto download whatever get our numbers up more people have been listening to the show and it's fucking cool we really appreciate it hey what's up new yeah. listeners also listening listen to um the hating too that's uh, another you. yeah another show that's on this network that's not a network yet <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get one more that's my other podcast yeah um but yeah like if you if you fuck with the show um bolchevix is on all social media shit so you can find us on there from there you can find the individual uh profiles of myself jordan and super producer yeah. andrew i'm about to delete my instagram but besides that cool <laughs> so you won't be able to find me <laughs> whatever um i'll still post pictures of you all the time um, yeah. if you really like the show, you can uh, join our Patreon for five bucks a month. You get an extra episode every week and access to our Discord chat. Nudes um, too. Huh? Nudes. There's no nudes on there. Um, this is a music week, so we have some stuff to write out on today. So today's song is "Ashes" by Portal to the Goddamn Blood Dimension. So. Um, links will be provided in the show notes. Bye.
trying to breathe easy. Trying to force this to be fun. But I hate these fucking people. And I hate this fucking band. And we are trapped here for a while. spacing out. Of course we have to repeat it. And I'm losing count. And oh hey, what are you doing here? of ourselves. And I sat there laughing about how old I'm getting. Plan B was falling through as I was making it.
trying to force this to be fun. But I hate these fucking people!